from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, February 8th. I'm Marco Werman. Syrian government forces intensify their assault on homes. Opposition activists there say they are running out of time. If the world will be silent for more than two, three days, I guarantee to you that all of us will, will, be, will be dead. But this observer thinks the government isn't sure what to do next. You know, if they move in with tanks, it'll be a real massacre. The latest from Syria, plus what building collapses around the globe have in common and what can be done about it. BBC News with Ian Purden. Turkey says it wants to build an international coalition to make Syria stop its onslaught on opposition strongholds like the city of Homs. The foreign minister, Ahmed Davutoglu, said that if the UN Security Council couldn't protect civilians, then like-minded countries should find ways to do so in order to send a message of solidarity to the Syrian people. Jonathan Marcus reports. Turkey regards itself as a major regional player and as something of a champion for Syria's oppressed Sunni majority. But above all, it wants stability on its border. Speaking to Turkish analysts at a recent security conference in Munich, it was clear that they genuinely fear the collapse of Syria into a sectarian civil war, something they believe could spread to other countries like Lebanon or Iraq. What happens in Syria is thus of vital strategic importance to Ankara. In the city of Homs, residents say the Syrian army has been mounting its heaviest bombardment so far. The BBC's Paul Wood has recently left Homs. If I was to use one word to sum up um, the mood as we left, it would be despair. People absolutely terrified. You know, we heard the army's coming, the army's using chemical weapons, all this kind of thing, absolutely beside themselves. And that is the effect that constant shelling produces. We counted hundreds of um, what appeared to be tank shells and heavy artillery shells hundreds of mortars, they're using airburst shells as well. No doubt there's a lot of sniper fire and it appears to be deliberately directed at civilians. It's not clear exactly what the Syrian forces are targeting, whether they are trying to deliberately hit uh, military targets of the Free Syrian Army, but whatever their intention, civilians are undoubtedly bearing the brunt. Security forces in the Maldives have used batons and fired tear gas to break up a rally in the capital, Mali, in support of the former president, Mohamed Nasheed. Andrew North is in Mali. I'm in the main square in, uh, in Mali, where large numbers of uh, army and police in riot gear are still cordoning it off after the clashes with supporters of the former president, Mohamed Nasheed. We saw several of his uh, supporters being taken away in plastic handcuffs, among them one of his top aides. The former president himself is reported to have been injured in the clashes and he is now thought to be in his home. People are still uh, lingering around the square, denouncing what they say was a, was a coup. There's the smell of tear gas in the air and still the sense that there could be more trouble. Police in the Somali capital Mogadishu say a suicide car bombing has killed at least nine people in the government quarter of the city near the Hotel Muna. The Somali Islamist group Al-Shabaab told the BBC it carried out the attack. World news from the BBC. 
The Mexican Navy has found two mass graves containing at least 10 bodies in the eastern state of Veracruz. The Marines said that they'd been led to the graves in Acayucan by a man they'd arrested at a roadblock on Tuesday. The man, known as the Chicken, said he was a member of the country's most powerful drug gang, the Cetas. After more than two decades of drilling, Russian scientists say they've reached the surface of a gigantic freshwater lake in Antarctica. Lake Vostok is beneath nearly four kilometres of ice. It's been sealed off from the Earth's atmosphere for almost 20 million years. Researchers believe the lake may contain life forms new to science. Jonathan Amos reports. This has been one of the great Antarctic ventures of recent decades. Radar surveys have indicated the presence of a lake six times the size of Luxembourg at the base of the ice sheet. Its water is kept liquid by the warmth of the rock bed and by the immense...